0: Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this. My name is AJ Woodson, and I want to uh, introduce you all to the first of one of many of what we like to call the Brethren Podcast, that's B-R-E-A-D-R-E-N, like Brethren, but Brethren because we always going to be talking about our bread, and we always about our bread. And when I say we, I definitely cannot start without introducing my two Brethren, and my Brethren that are on the uh, call with me is Mr. Destrian Wells and uh, Dr. AJ Loving. PhD, and I'm going to let them, you know, introduce themselves, and we'll start with you, DJ. Good evening, everyone. As AJ said, good evening, good morning,
1: good afternoon, wherever you are. My name is Destrian Wells from Destrian Wells Consulting, Empower, Engage, Execute on Instagram, follow, like, and share. It is my pleasure to be here this evening to take part in what I think is going to be an engaging conversation, uh, the first of many to come we look forward to bringing you quality content that is sure to inspire, but also raise awareness around critical issues going on in the African American community, but also the community at large. So again, I appreciate you having me this evening. Happy to be a part of the
0: show. Beautiful, beautiful. Dr. A.J. Loving, PhD.
2: Well, thank you. And for the sake of confusion, I will introduce myself as a Loving. I am a, uh, a professor and uh, teach finance at University of North Texas at Dallas, and I also have my own consulting firm, uh, Loving Consulting LLC. Um, you can you can see what I'm up to at uh, AjamuLoving.com, or uh, check my my Facebook uh, my Facebook page at um, Ajamu Loving on Money. And you, turns out if you Google my name, there are no other Ajamu Lovings out there. So if you Google it, that's me. And uh, I look forward to talking to you all about um, the personal financial issues that you go through, um, investments in general, corporate finance, anything financially related, and also just growing bread and all sorts of ways that we can think about it. So I'm really looking forward to this discussion and building with my brothers, AJ and DJ. So thank you.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, wonderful. And since everybody else is introducing, you know, what they're really doing, like I said, I'm A.J. Woodson. I am uh, owner, founder of Millionaire Mindset, Billionaire Brains, which is an overall umbrella corporation that just, you know, is all about what everybody just mentioned, you know, overall empowerment and uh progression of the black community and the community at large. And then also 24-8 MMBB, which is a small business and non-profit consulting firm. Um You can check us out at mmbbgw.com, and across all of our social media at 248. Those are the numbers, 248-MMBB. But uh, like I said, this is the brethren Podcast, and the first topic that we want to start and kick it off with is one that I think kind of kind of holds near and dear to all of us because what uh, what what we have uh, begun to start and undertake and is developing what we like to call the Power Circle. So the topic tonight is Strategic Partnerships and developing your power circle. So we just gonna, you know, kick back and as always we like to um uh, make this a gentleman's conversation so we raise our glasses. Everybody has a glass of their own. I'm drinking Woodford Reserve. Dr. Levin, what are you on?
2: Um I I'm I'm drinking Jack Daniels, but I'm doing it in honor of the slave that isn't mentioned on the bottle.
1: Mm. So uh
2: yeah that you know. So yeah I think let that sink in as something yeah. that we think and marinate on in that yep. Um, this this billion dollar company is one where not everyone who was a contributor was somebody who benefited.
0: That's something Google to keep it in you, mind. Even if you don't know, Jack Daniels is the white man that put his name on it, but it was recipe given to him by a black man. Uh, DJ, what are you drinking?
1: In the spirit,
0: <clears throat>
1: in the spirit of continuity and uh, brotherhood. I want to extend the olive branch to the uh, White Hennessy. And so, therefore, <laughs> I am having a glass of White Hennessy to uh, extend the olive branch to not only our sisters, brothers and sisters of color that might be on the call, but also our larger population of constituents who also we need on
0: board to hear, resonate, and align with this message. Mm, that's like what I like to call white brown. Mm. Well,
2: so, cheers right? to you,
0: gentlemen and to a productive and uh, progressive thank conversation thank you thank absolutely but uh like i said uh tonight we're going to talk about developing your power circle and uh gaining strategic partnerships and um before i get you all those definition of power circle and strategic partnerships I, uh i myself i'll, I'll give a, a general definition um a strategic partnership is not necessarily a friendship it's not something that's necessarily built off of emotion it's built off of purpose and uh, and business in a sense um but from that you know a lot of things can be gained um and then a power circle uh can encompass emotion um and it it can also be you know friends and 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 and, and relatives that come together but ultimately, the, 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 the power, the, not the power, the key word in that phrase of power circle is power, because that circle needs to hold and have power and be able to use that power effectively, you know, to, to come to a common goal or to, to, to achieve common goals. Um, but Dr. Lovin, just in your, in your own experience uh, and definition, what do you consider the, the major differences between a strategic partnership uh, and a power circle and how they intertwine? Okay, so if I
2: had to if I had to um, define a, a strategic partnership, it would be one where you have one or more individuals engaging in a common effort, but in a mutually beneficial way, right? And so you have two two entities, two people, two individuals, whether they're at the same company or within the same industry or common industries, or even if they're not in common industries, but are have skill sets that can help one another, right? And they join together in a way that benefits both of them. That is why you uh, uh, put yourself in, into strategic partnerships, and that's how they work. When I think about a power circle, that's a little bit more all encompassing, right? Now, with a with a power circle, just as you said, it could be emotional. I'm a I, I just started looking into this book, Cry Like a Man. Um, This this martial artist gentleman out of, uh, Mr. Wilson, I think his last name is, out of uh, Detroit, and he talks about, um, you know, uh, using, uh, effectively channeling the energy from our emotions, right? Now, that might not be something that is directly related to making more money and making your company more profitable, but, man, it's something that's needed that's out there that can be a powerful, can have a powerful impact on your life, you know? The, mm-hmm. there are people who can bring energy to you in ways that are that are very powerful theres just sometimes speaking a uh, speaking a, a kind or encouraging word they can be a, pow- a a part of your overall power circle and so i think um in some ways uh, knowing your power circle is is about knowing who to keep out or keep or <laughs> ignore the energy or deflect the energy of but when you're talking about formalizing things i think it's, it's bringing in uh, people around you, even if it's not, you know, 50-50, and you're giving to them and they're giving to you. Um, sometimes it's just, hey, we are all coming around to help this individual in one way. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it's not. But these are all folks that can have a positive impact on you, and you get to shape your own power circle, you know. Um, so, so that's how I would look at those two, those two particular uh, phenomena, a little bit different than one another.
0: Most definitely, most definitely. Um, DJ, in your, your, uh, you know, personal uh, experience and uh, opinion, what do you, you know, see as the major differences between a power circle and a strategic partnership and the similarities between the two? Definitely happy to address that.
1: You know, first and foremost, I want all the listeners to understand and know that both of you are part of both strategic partnerships for me as well as my power circle so i don't want I don't want the listeners to think that those things can't overlap, but you mm. have to definitely be certain that you evaluate who you're including on both and be clear on the reasons why and 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 here's the here's the piece to that. I traveled around the country with Dr. Loving professionally, and we've been doing so for about two years in those two years we've become great friends, and I would consider and Dr. Loving knows that he's a part of my power circle. The way I define my power circle is my personal board of directors. These are the people that I go to when I need to bounce ideas off, when I need to have buy-in. These people are able to check in and check me on the things that I'm doing, whether it be right right or wrong. And effectively, I, I am able to make better decisions both professionally and personally based on that the value in that is immeasurable because what it allows you to accomplish is economies of scale in both your professional and personal life. You're surrounding yourself with a diverse group of individuals, that be thought, gender, ethnicity, or expertise. And what happens when you do that, you increase your productivity because you are pulling in the collective genius of the group as opposed to thinking in a vacuum and making a singular decision. I would also say that for folks that are and this is for the married folks that are out there, if your companion, your spouse, or a significant other, whatever you term it, is not a part of your power circle, you need to reevaluate that. The reason being is those are that person is one of the key instruments in terms of buying. They need to be there on the ground floor as your vision is coming to fruition. Because one of the things that I see most is a lack of buy-in at a later level, and there's no understanding about the sacrifice or the, the, the gender roles or the lack thereof that might be in play once these things come to fruition. So, power circle is very important. As Dr. Lovey indicated, those relationships typically allow for a bit of emotion. And a bit of, uh, I would say, a a deeper personal connection to be there and uh, influence your decision-making process, but it still has to be built on honesty and trust. So that's how I look at my power circle, right? And then if you move beyond that, when you start talking about a strategic partnership, Dr. Loving hit it on the head. You're talking about something that is mutually beneficial. We, when we go into the workforce, specifically in the corporate arena. One of the key differentiators of people who have emotional intelligence, well, I would, let me back up, employees and employers who have emotional intelligence. We're not looking for friends. We're looking for partnership. And if they're not strategic, they're not smart. Okay? So strategic partnerships allow you to remove emotion from the situation and give the best candidate or best person an opportunity to move forward and succeed. The reason why these are important is because as we look to grow our presence from a social demographics, uh, whether that be, you know, we have the we movement for women, we have, you know, cultural diverse individuals who may be in the workforce. You know, my my specific industry, financial services, we're looking at an industry that is over 90% white male dominant. That is a... That is an issue that has to be addressed. That the face of the client changes, so does the demographic of the workforce need to change to address it. So when you take a look at that, strategic partnerships are extremely important because you need buy-in from the very people that you may be attacking or criticizing and you don't want to work with. But a lot of those people can affect change and positively affect it. So again, Dr. Loving eloquently stated earlier that strategic partnerships are about a mutual beneficial relationship. Corporate profits are important, PR is important, performance is important. Studies show that culturally responsive and diverse organizations perform at almost a 40% clip higher than those that are not. So developing strategic partnerships is extremely important not only to your career, but it's important to the company that you work for. So if you're going into an annual review with a boss, you need to bring up the fact that you may have skill sets that they're not tapping into so that you can develop those types of partnerships and you can become part of the conversation around a solution that affects cultural change within your organization. So those two things are not mutually exclusive, but you absolutely have to pay attention to each of them and use emotional intelligence to decide who fits on what side of the equation if that makes sense
0: it definitely did and I, I do want to point out the fact that i, I like the fact that you brought up and we will coin the term the personal board of directors is you know that's what you can consider your power circle and uh i you know i'm very honored to be part of yours as well like you said you are also a part of mine um but i want to bring up a quote that a lot of us are probably already familiar with but you know everybody may not it was um a quote from uh, Huey P. Newton that said uh, to us power is first of all the ability to define phenomena and secondly the ability to make these phenomena act in a desired manner and I'll say it again and get you all's opinion on what that actually means to you Um, to us power is first of all the ability to define phenomena and secondly the ability to make these phenomena act in a desired manner and like I said that's a quote from Huey P. Newton. Now you know all three of us being, uh, you know, black males and being educated, we know where he was when he said this and in the the context from which right. he said it. But we can take that phrase itself, that quote itself, and apply it to so much more. So, you know, for the sake of conversation um, and 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 our topic, you know, especially focusing on the, the power circle part, and what we what we what we're gearing to is teaching people and telling people how. To effectively develop their own power circle, and what you know, what mm-hmm. steps that we've taken, and what steps that they can take to develop a true power circle. But let's take that quote and put it into context as far as this power circle. And uh, Doctor Levin, we'll start with you. Yeah. Um. You know, what what? How can we apply that quote to developing a power circle? Yeah. Now, it, it, the
2: defining phenomenon part is is important, right? Um. It, it, it's it's central to the 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 entire idea of power, which means within yourself, you need to have a plan, an expression of what it is that you want to have happen in some way or or another, right? And and you need to start to think about it and crystallize that, that that plan in your mind, that thing that you want, that wish, that hope, right? And then what do we do? Well, we take it and then we start to make it into a goal. What's the What's the process of taking a, a wish or a hope, making it into a goal? Well, first we need to we need to set a, a timeline, right? In terms of when we want to reach it, we need to have very definite, um, a de- very definite understanding of all the attributes of it, right? And then we need to quantify it. We need to know how much it costs, how much energy it's going to take, how many hours it's going to take, what it's going to take to to get us there, and then then, in terms of in, in terms of the expression of power, it's the ability to move from where you are to that new, now crystallized goal that we have out there, right? And taking those concrete steps to to um, to do so with, without you well, know, I should say I, I like to say without impediments, but the fact is there will always be impediments. And for individuals engaging um, in the corporate world, from a, from a, uh, African Americans perspective as black folk, there will be impediments, Um, but having the ability and having the right types of strategic partnerships and the right type of power circle with the necessary ingredients will help you pass those impediments to move closer and closer to your goal, right? And so when, when Huey said that, he was right. You know, people throw a lot of negative things out there uh, about the Panthers because some of the other ancillary things that may have happened around them. But in terms of the goals of being able to direct oneself, being able to sustain oneself, being able to push forward and make a better life for yourself and for your families, man, that's what everybody wants. That's what every organism wants, right? And so when you get right down to it, the the uh the, the expression of that the expression of power is is something that is uh, that that is a part of of life and definitely a part of of life as a human as a human being and so to the extent that we can start to put it, put together the things that are going to make us successful right um, as as um, maybe employees initially and then maybe in branching out to eventually be our own uh, be our own bosses and run our own entity. It's about, um, number one, understanding what it is that we want to accomplish, and then, number two, starting to fill our toolbox with the skill sets that we're going to need and fill our board of directors' seats with the individuals who have those perspectives and other skill sets that are going to be helpful to us along the way. And so, yeah, that, that's a great quote, man. I like that one, AJ. I really do.
0: Um, no <laughs> but, yeah, I, you know, like you said, and, I, you know, DJ, I'm, I'm going to pose a slightly different question to you. Um, but, you know, in terms of the power to progress, we are phrase it in that form, the power to progress. Because the second part of that quote is he said, first of all, you know, power is the ability to define phenomena. So the first thing, mm-hmm. you know, Dr. Levin, you touched on that is the, you know, <clears throat> defining what you want that phenomena to be, you know, in, in the form of a wish and a hope. And you know that's you defining the phenomena that you want to help because in, in 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 layman's terms everybody thinks of phenomena as this grand you know magical fantastical thing that happens where you know you know if if we're talking phenomena, you know you saw the sky open up and light shine down that's a phenomena but in 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 this form you can tell you we, we can define phenomena as just simply saying, "I want to make a certain amount of money or I want a certain standard of life and then you, you defined it that's the phenomena that you want to have because phenomena is change. Phenomena is an occurrence so that's once you define what you want to occur, then you can go to the second part which is the ability to make the phenomena act in a desired manner, which is the power to progress and the power to you know make your phenomena come true and that's the, the question in the you know what I want to pose to you DJ is you know what are the steps that you really take once you have defined your phenomena how? Do you make it act in a desired manner?
1: I think that's a fantastic question, right? So one of the things that I think we have to do to properly answer this question, let's bridge the gap from Ajamu to me. So Ajamu talked a lot about power, and he talked about Huey. He talked. He, he he spoke again very elegantly about the things that need to happen to understand the concept and the theory. I think what I'll try to provide is now the practice, so in theory and practice, so the professor and the applicator, uh, so to speak. When I take a step back and I think about what you asked Ajammu, because I think it's it's very important, one of the things that we have to understand when we talk about power is that there's a very key ancillary word that comes with it, There are a lot of people that have a lot of power, but they don't have any influence. So, influence is a key indicator of who you should be taking your cues from. Because the same way people vote with their feet, they vote with their money, they vote with their action, influence dictates that. So, I personally don't have to be in control, but I can have more influence than the leader. And it's becoming upon the leader to interact with me because he or she may know that I have a high level of influence. While they have the power, I have the influence to move the people. You see, power is not always well received. So it's important how you distribute it. So if I rule with an iron fist, I can create an environment where people don't follow me. An influencer is a person who may not have the title, that the person that has the power does, but the influencer can get you to do the things that the leader or the person in power wants you to do. You see that a lot in politics. The president wields a lot of power. The majority or minority whip gets the votes that passes through the Senate or the House that allows these bills or, or what have you to come before Congress and, and ultimately get voted on. So let's think about things in those contexts, specifically when we're talking about how we set up our power circle, how we distribute and use power, but i like to add the word influence into it. Um, so specifically to address the question that you asked me, here are the action steps that I have personally taken in my career. Number one, you need to define yourself, Okay. All too often, when you walk into a corporation, be it large or small, you're defined by your role or your title. You need to get outside of that. If you're defined by your role or your title, you're no more than what someone wrote on a sheet of paper. The value that you bring is what you provide outside of that. The job description is what it is. What you do beyond that is the value that you bring. That is the enhanced or the increased value that you add to the situation, the role, the job, whatever you want to call it, right? So, number one, you need to define that for yourself. The second thing is this. While your manager is responsible for managing you, you are also jointly responsible for managing your manager. We fail 80% of the time at this job. You have to manage your manager. Most of our managers have multiple employees that they're dealing with. They have their own demands. They have their own boss. If you don't manage your manager, you can't properly influence their decision-making process. They need to understand how you think, but more importantly, you need to understand how they think. And you need to create convenience for them. Creating convenience is priceless. You will find yourself in better situations increasingly if you create convenience for your manager because it shows that in their terminology, you grasp the bigger picture. If you do that, you become an influencer. Once you become an influencer, you may not have the title, but we're talking about power. Influence is power. You will find yourself in increasingly more visible positions if you do so. The third piece, own your own career. A lot of us look for our managers to be promoters for us. You're your own promoter. We're very good at social media. We're very good at, you know, um, the, the game that we play with our friends about how great things are going and the happenings in our lives apply that same pressure to your confidence. Be great at letting them know that there are opportunities outside of the current situation that have presented themselves to you. But if you're going to do that, you better be really good at your job. Okay? So what I'm saying is if you can create a situation where the demand for yourself is high, You can walk to your manager or employer and say, here's the place that I want to be, which is here with you. Here's what I'm being offered. I'm even willing to offer a discount to stay where I am, but that discount could be much greater than what you're currently getting, but your performance today dictates what you can get tomorrow. Some of us are underperforming and expecting great things. That's not how power or influence works. Dr. Loving or Dr. Jammu talked earlier about power and influence and how there has to be a plan, and then that plan results into action.
2: You have to
1: have a plan for your career. You have to put in the work, which is the action. The result of that puts you in a situation where you become an influencer and you have the ability to dictate terms or even negotiate terms with your corporation. It's not a by-chance situation. High performers have opportunities that underperformers don't. It's just the way of the world. So as it relates to power, influence, and partnerships, they, they, go in a, they go in a linear motion, so to speak. And if you are doing the things necessary, you find yourself in a situation where one of these activities continually feed into the other. So, you're doing yourself a service if you understand that. And if you don't, you may be one of the forgotten few who are impacted when a slight market correction happens and you find yourself having an uncomfortable conversation with HR at the most inopportune time. So, understanding these things are critically important for yourself personally and also for the growth of your organization.
0: Most definitely. And I definitely want everybody, I want to point out and make sure that everybody is really, you know, catching, you know, the, not the differences, but, you know, when, when, when DJ, when you're speaking, you definitely are giving a more, you know, Corporate insight to, you know, those who are in the corporate realm and how, can, how this can apply. And Dr. Loving is doing a great job of kind of just putting into like a general terms or more on a personal level. And then, you know, both of you all in your, in your talks are, you know, combining and intertwining the two. Um, but also definitely showing the stark difference and contrast in two. Um, and, which will bring to well, the next point. Well, go ahead. Well well, AJ, I have to say this, you know, I really appreciate you for
1: creating this forum because these are the conversations that unbeknownst to anyone, again, for over two years, Dr. Ajamo and I have been having these conversations, you know, via our frequent travel or what have you. And I think that giving this to people is important for a number of reasons, but the primary reason is that you do not know what you don't know. And mm. for many of us, when we walk into boardrooms, whether that be corporate, non profit, philanthropic, like wh- whatever it is, when you walk into a boardroom, you walk in to own that room. And if you personally do not dominate that conversation and you don't uh you're not the master of that content, you so get lost. And that's an issue that we have because we're not going to be the subject matter expert on everything, right? So where is the form or vacuum for us to speak out as minorities in the workforce, whether that be women, African Americans, Latinos, Asians, or what have you? It's important that we have forms like this to empower us because you want to be vocal, but you only want to be vocal in situations where you have something to add to the conversation. Well, there are many times. Oh my
0: bad. No, 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 please. But Well no, I was just I was just gonna interject to say I graciously appreciate, you know, uh your you know, your 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 appreciation and, you know, like you say, this is something that's very much needed. And like, you know, I want to point out the fact that because we are a power circle, you know, us three. Um, I just want to throw in the fact that Urban Dictionary defines power circle as a group of people who are dedicated to each other's success. And, um, I don't, you know, I honestly, I honestly know. And I'll give a little, I'll give a little backstory short, uh, shortly. But you know, I definitely want you to finish it out. But I just want to raise a cheers to both of you guys. You know, for 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 allowing me into both of you all's power circle, and then vice versa for being a part of mine. So welcome to my board of directors. And uh, you know, what I'm saying I just appreciate you know you all being a part of this journey with me. So cheers to you.
2: No, absolutely. Being a part of
1: it. Absolutely. Uh, I I echo the comments of Doctor Jumbo. and I would absolutely yield my time to you because I think I know where you're going with this and I think it would be a perfect way to uh, to round out the conversation around Huey, around partnerships, as well as, you know, the personal board of directors. So, you know, I, I yield all the time that you've given to me
0: to you related to this topic. So please enlighten our listeners. Well, definitely, you know, um, you know, in terms of, you know, Having a power circle and, and, and creating strategic partnerships within that circle. I'll give a, I'll give a little backstory as to you know this this power circle that we have created here between us three. Um, DJ and I uh, went to college together. We're both from Alabama, so we have a lot in common. Um, and we graduated together, not at the same time, but we graduated from the same school, the illustrious Tuskegee University. Um, both found our wives there. Uh, we don't live too far from each other. By the way, we are all telecommuting, uh, when, when it comes to doing this, doing this great work together. Um, but we live, we live not far, so we, we often, we often partake and salutate together. Um, but I have never met Dr. Loving personally in person yet. It is it, it will soon to come, but, um, just to give a backstory on this power circle is like DJ said, I'm a part of his and he's a part of mine. And I've created a strategic partnership with Dr. Loving through DJ and through that, we have now created a power circle that all three of us are a part of. And it just goes to show the connection and the strength of the power circle to be able to create strategic partnerships within that and outside of that. And then also to, you know, to basically take one, turn it into the other, and take it and turn it into the other. Because I had a, I have a power circle where DJ was a part. DJ had a power circle there and a strategic partnership with Dr. Loving. I was introduced to Dr. Loving through that and vice versa, to which we created a strategic partnership. And then from that, we have now created a, a, another, an extended power circle. So, you know, it, it, I, I just wanted to point that out so that nobody has to think that you can't, change a strategic partnership into a power circle, and that you can't turn a power circle into a strategic partnership and vice versa in that manner. Mm-hmm. It, it is very possible and it's very doable and it's very beneficial that you create strategic partnerships first within your friendships, you know, as such, because everybody has yes. friends that they want to do things with. But the, the thing that everybody has to learn is everybody knows and grows at a different mm-hmm. level. So if you have people that are not on your level or above your level that you're mingling with and creating partnerships, strategic partnerships with and demanding power together and defining phenomena together, then, you know, it, it's not possible. But if you are doing that, those things with these type of people, it is very doable and very powerful once it's done. It's very powerful once it's done and it's very doable. So I just wanted to definitely point that out because, like I said, the Urban Dictionary, and, you know, as as black people, we definitely always got to show love to the Urban Dictionary, is defined power circle as people that are dedicated to each other's success. And I dare anyone to try to you know, disregard the fact that I do have both of you all success in my best interest and vice versa. I know that Absolutely. for a fact that nobody else can change my mind. But the day that someone tells me that Dr. ajamu or, or DJ does not have my best interest and success in mind, that is the day that I will tell them that they are bold-faced, lie to their face because I know otherwise because these two people are part of my power circle. And that's the truth. And that's the thing that people have to understand. Trust and trust is it, like... <sighs> It's overused, in a sense, because people don't understand. Like, a lot of people are like, I don't trust you as far as I can see you. And the fact of the matter is, like I said, Dr. Doctor Lovin and I have never met in person, but we have a strategic partnership to where we trust each other. And we have not physically met. And it is possible. But there are people that you see every single day of your life, and you cannot trust them, and you don't know why. But the right. reason why we trust each other is because we, were, we, were, we, 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 we created a strategic partnership that was defined in a sense and came about from a power circle. so trust was trust right. was initiated on both sides, and trust was the first thing that was brought to the table it wasn't it wasn't yeah. opportunity, it wasn't benefit, it was trust. Trust was the first thing that was brought to the table where DJ said, "Hey, I trust this guy, you need to meet him vice versa and that was how it started. And I, and I think that's very important to understand that trust is the basis of a power circle. But a strategic partnership doesn't necessarily have to be based on trust because it's mutually beneficial. But that's the reason why Dr. Loving and I have, you know, created a power circle where we're all encompassed now, because trust was the basis of it. It wasn't, it wasn't mutual benefit. Although that is there, that was not the basis of it, which is why this strategic partnership evolved into a power circle. Because if you have a strategic partnership, you can get with somebody else and say, "Hey, we're gonna make money." If you sell liquor and I own a club and we create a strategic partnership, we both good. But guess what? Trust ain't there. Right. So now, you know, if if trust not there, somebody can somebody can do somebody in, and then that's the end of that strategic partnership. But guess what? It was mutually beneficial while it was good. Yeah. But if trust is the basis well, of it, that relationship, then things can grow and progress. But go ahead.
1: Well, well, well. This is this is destiny again, and, and and you're absolutely right. And I think that one of the one of the key instruments in all of this you just use the word trust that 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 word is a dirty word in this gen in this generation there's a lack of trust for financial advisors there's a lack of trust trust for financial advice people distrust their friends their mates what have you right so What you said earlier is an old Southern acronym. I can trust you as far as I can throw you. And you can't throw some people very far, okay? So what you're saying, I I firmly get. But I don't want this to get lost in the message because you said something very beautiful. You've never met Dr. Lovett. Never. But he trusts you. With his business, he trusts you with his information, and he trusts your expertise. Why is that? When you have a power circle, when you have partnerships, whether it be strategic or friendship, there are people that you place the ultimate trust in, and you know that they wouldn't associate themselves with people if they were not on the up and up otherwise based on your interaction with him, both of you have benefited tremendously, tremendously. I am only a vessel to stimulate that type of activity, but that's the benefit to having a power circle, a board of directors. I want you to think about what a board of directors does. They go out, they solicit funds, They solicit um, sponsors. They solicit, I would say, bodies or individuals to provide philanthropic work or volunteerism. And they also promote, present, and represent a message. What would that do for you? And I'm talking to our listeners. What would that do for you on a day-to-day basis? if you had five to seven people walking the face of the earth doing that for you, your brand grows exponentially. These people are extensions of your brand. So, Arthur, I'm I'm an extension of your brand. I'm an extension of your brand, and both of you are an extension of mine. So when we think about these things, you choose wisely because you have a series of decisions to make. One requires engagement with government and law enforcement. Will you embarrass me? That's critically important. Number two, do you represent the values that my family and myself have? Highly important. Number three, from a corporate perspective, do you represent the values that my corporation, that I may be employed by, represent, and will you adhere to them? Because I think we all can agree the more checks we cash, the better off we'll be. I think we can agree to that. Now, the next thing is this from a social perspective, do we align on major issues? Because this is a place where communication breaks down often. Do we align on social issues? Can we agree to disagree if we don't? And finally, We go back to the trust factor. Can I trust you? One of the biggest impediments to success is success. As opportunities grow, success grows, you find yourself in a situation where people want to take advantage of opportunities. Taking advantage of opportunities sometimes means taking advantage of people who have come there with you. I can provide several examples right now, and Dr. Loving knows this. Dr. Jamal Loving knows this. He knows unequivocally that he will not be taken advantage of by anyone that comes into my presence because I am not only his strategic partner, we are also friends. And see, I don't do friends. I do family. My friends are my family. And if I wouldn't do it to my family, I absolutely am not going to do it to my friend. So we have crossed the cross section of the strategic partnership and the life. So we are at an impasse where he is a part of my family now. If you call me and you mean him ill, you mean the same to me we have to get to a point where relationships look more like that than benefiting from the demise of someone else. There's enough money to make. It's it's just a matter of how you want to make it. And I think he can continue to speak on on that to, to another extent as well.
2: Yeah. I, I think when you're talking about any sort of collective action in general, right, and people trying to to come together to get ahead and especially black folks trying to make a financial way within this capitalist society when there have been so many things thrown in front of us, so many you know, people act like black folks haven't wanted to get ahead financially or engage in commerce or own corporations or own land and that's just flat out not true. All of our positive endeavors when it came to these things, especially among our most successful black people in history, were met with, um, with, with strong opposition, if not violent opposition in many cases. So what we're doing right now, in many ways, is a revolutionary thing. And it's revolutionary because before folks used to get killed for doing all right and so when you talk about the importance of having trust in one another right and the fact that you could you could confide in a person and you could talk about what your goals are without those goals being shared with people that might not be ready to hear them or shouldn't be hearing them right you you can count you can you can um, count on uh, if, if there's information that you know that might be helpful to a person within your power circle, uh, but you also know that that information can be shared outside of that power circle, the fact that you can have trust in there, that's an extraordinarily important thing. And, and usually this is built out of time, right? And then it's also built off of the, if the behavior that you see that person exhibiting. One of the things that makes it so easy for me to t- trust you, Destrian, is because I have never seen you do anything that looks fake, slodging, you know, or otherwise uh, suspect with respect to other, anybody else that you call a friend, right? And do that with me. Folks, some folks look for people to to um, to confide in that's tell- that tell that are telling them other folks' business that's supposed to be their friend, right? Now, if they telling you that don't, is hurt don't hurt too many feelings, don't hurt too many feelings, <laughs> right. don't hurt too many feelings.
0: Don't 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 call out too much truth, because then they are gonna feel hurt. They are gonna feel personally I was attacked.
2: I'm gonna say if, if Sunday, I'm gonna mess around and end up preaching. But how, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead before they do this to you. Okay, so when you when you're talking about building your power circle and building strategic alliances. The trust that's implicit, you have to you have to see those those trustworthy attributes and in those individuals that you are uh that you are working with after you sort of crafted where you want to go and then you can share those things with them and they can share where they want to go with you. But then also, here's the other part of it. You have to be what you wanna see. You can't be that person that's gossiping and telling other folks' business and breaking confidence and doing things because it feels good to you or you feel like you can make a short-term gain by telling this person that or that person this. And then what happens is you're looking for confidence from somebody else when you're not able to, to display that level of trustworthiness within yourself. All right? So be what it is that, that you want to see in others, right? And then obviously make sure that you are careful about who you work with. But a lot of this comes from, okay, Have you really thought about what you want to do, right? If you really start to think about that and really start to make decisions, then what happens is, okay, now I can start to pick the attributes of people around me that I know that might be able to help me along the way. If you look at The Wizard of Oz as a story, and you're like, oh, somebody going on the yellow brick road, and everything seems lost, especially if you drop when you watch it, right? But if you think about it later on after you have some context, like, oh, man, the, the scarecrow, in, the, the scarecrow in his brain, the, the tin man in his heart, the lion in his courage, these are all elements that we're going to need to get us where we want to go in life, right? And that winding yellow brick road and all of the crazy stuff that you're going to see in between, that's all, stuff that, that's all stuff that we all face, right? And the fact is, all these elements are there within us and around us. It's just about the decisions that we make that are going to take us there more quickly or take us off the path or completely destroy us in, in some cases, depending on the decisions that we make. So you, as a listener, as a friend, as a part, potential part of other people's power circles and strategic partnerships, you have to make some decisions. You have to decide what you want out of life. You want you need to decide how to be that positive person so that people want to trust you and they'll write you that positive energy that you that you put out there. That's going to attract in many ways the positive people that are going to give you what it is that you need to move forward. But you can't be negative expecting positive, right? And you can't you can't just walk in like like uh, Destrian said and just. Uh, look at the the job description and say, well, that's it, and that's who I am, and I'll just do that, and then wait on somebody else to give you your next opportunity. That's not how successful people operate. Successful people operate with a vision for themselves, a plan for themselves, an understanding that there are others that are going to have to be involved, and then also an understanding of the value that those other people bring to the situation, and another important part, understanding the value that they can bring to those other people, right? It's not a one-way street. There's nothing more exhausting than a one-way friendship or a one-way relationship and pretty much anything. And I know there's some people out there that are big nodding their head yes right now because you are either in one or got out of one, or you got a friend that's in one of those one-way relationships, and what do you see? It's just nothing but a drain, you know. Hmm. A, a power circle, a power circle—it's a circle that so the energy has got to rotate. You, right. you gotta give, and you gotta you gotta take, and you gotta but you can't just take, and you can't be in a position where you just give because right. what's gonna happen is eventually it's gonna break down. You're not gonna yeah. have anything left to give. And somebody gonna get cussed out. Maybe well, Ajamu, <laughs> uh,
1: maybe at church is correct because that's <laughs> typically where we see each other when we don't see each other all week. For for, for my for my entrepreneurs out there, what Doctor Ajamu just said is critically important. It's about the takers, and you know I read a lot, and he knows I read a lot. Both Ajamu and AJ know I read a lot, and. Recently, I will uh, find the title of the book that I was reading and I will repost it on the gram at Empower, Engage, Execute. But it says that takers take and givers give. And as simple as that is, it's it's deep. Because as an entrepreneur, how many friends do you have? They like your post. They like the shirt you put up, the product that you put up. How many buy?
0: How many call you hold up, hold, well, hold up, hold up hold, 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 hold up, hold hold, hold stop, up, hold, I'll hold ال飛- <laughs> up. I'll stop. I'll stop. Yeah, yeah. Don't no. No, no, no. <laughs> We're not no, we not we can't we cannot do that today. We can't do that today okay. because that's death. That, listen. Look. Matter of fact, once you listen to this we will be we will be posting a version of this show that we are gonna call the after show and we definitely gonna dive into that into the after show. But Man. you know what I'm saying? We can't we're coming up on our time, gentlemen. So we're gonna stop it Understood. there. But like I said, we about to continue this conversation at what we're gonna call the after show. So be looking for the recording of the after show to come on after this. But we're gonna close this one on out because I definitely wanna, you know what I'm saying, leave some thoughts to pose into all of you all's question. Are you yielding to trust? Are you a part of a closed circuit? Have you created an alliance of accountability? And have you understood that your true enemy is your enemy? That's something I grabbed from church today. I just want to preach a little bit, like 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 my brethren. You know, they, they throw out they throwed out some things like that. I just want to throw out some things. Come on. Me. And uh, I also want to quote the great J Cole. Would you rather be underrated or unemployed? But like I said, Mm. this has been the first episode of the Brethren Podcast. That's Brethren, B-R-E-A-D-R-E-N. Like Brethren, but bread, because that's what we're talking about and that's what we're all about. A look at life and business through an unfiltered lens. I am A.J. Woodson. My brothers, D.J. Wells and Dr. Ajamu Loving, Ph.D., have joined me as well. And like we said, you know, you can follow us across all our social media. Dr. Loving, go ahead and uh, shout yourself out. Anything you got to say to close us out? I just, I all I want is for you all to, to gain something from this. Keep
2: listening. com is where you can seek my insights and, and read my blog and see my videos. And I look forward to all that we have going on going forward.
0: Bless, bless, bless. DJ.
1: Well, before I even start, I have to say this because Dr. Loving has one of the most eloquent phrases to close anything that I've ever heard. And it is, for for the folks that are listening, people are more important than things. Mm. And I want want everyone out there to remember that. You will hear that repeatedly. People are more important than things. Cultivate the relationship, folks. Get out there, cultivate the relationships, put the phone down, reconnect, re-engage. As for myself, it's simple for me. You know how I am, AJ. Both of both the AJs know. Strive for excellence is the uh, motto, empower, engage, execute is the mantra. You have to give people the information to act on. You have to engage them to make sure they understand it, and then it's up to you to execute. So I live a life of business building, okay, empowerment, engagement, and execution. But I have also adopted that people are more important than things, and that's the most important piece of this all.
0: Hashtag people over things. You can uh, you can follow that hashtag on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere because Doctor Loving is uh, very adamant about that. And uh, as for me, you can find me on mmbbgw.com, and uh, you will also find links to all of you know all of ours you know links. We're affiliated. We're a power server. We're a strategic partnership. We are an alliance of accountability, truly and utterly. And, um, you know, if you want to reach out to us and you got some topics that you want to come on, we definitely, you know, going to expand this show at a very rapid rate and very rapid pace. We got a lot of things in store. Um, but we definitely just want this to be a forum to just be real and, uh, unabashed about, you know, this, this business life and just life in general, because we're not just going to talk about business. You know, we, we, we do have corporate backgrounds. Uh, we do have, you know, the, the Dr. Loving and, uh, DJ have financial planning and financial investment and financial advising backgrounds. Um, and I have a, a you know, a entrepreneurship, small business, nonprofit, uh, corporate background as well. So we all, you know, we have our, our things to bring to the table, but we definitely want to, you know, Uh, extend our alliance of accountability to you all in the form of this this podcast and um, you know we don't want to consider ourselves success veterans yet but that's the goals that we're striving to and we want to invite you on that journey and definitely you know saying whatever we can drop down we're hoping you can pick it up and um, that's going to better do it for us here uh, for this first episode so we thank you all and uh, just be on the lookout check all of us on our social media and our various websites to listen to this share it Share it, share it, share it, share it because you know it's good. You share everything else, you share, you know, the bull, the bad, and uh, and uh, you know, what have you. So share this. Because it can enlighten. And the, the
1: Kardashian.
0: Yeah, yeah. All of that. But um, like I said, <laughs> we're gonna continue this conversation in the after show. Uh we appreciate y'all. And uh as always, we want to close out every uh Brethren Podcast with a toast of what we're drinking. We all announced what we were drinking in the beginning, but uh, raise your glasses. And I just want to to raise a toast to this journey that we are embarking on together. Uh, And uh, I want to invoke the power and the ability to progress amongst ourselves and everyone listening. I want everyone to understand that your true enemy is your enemy, because once you figure out what's really going on, then you'll be able to create and form your alliance of accountability, and you'll learn how to yield to trust and not to your emotions, and not to your mind, but to trust, because it's a collaboration of the two. And uh, with that being said, first episode of Brethren Podcast is over. We love y'all, and we out.